This is a Looney Studios podcast. Hello and welcome to Ayurd Talks. I'm Hunter Looney, the Game Master, and this show is here to dive deeper into the world of Ayurd, which is traversed in Ayurd Tales. I'm joined today by Leah, who plays Gamora Willow Spire Galdor, and Noah, who plays Jeffrey Thunderblade Clemenard. Today we'll be discussing the latest episode of Ayurd Tales and Noah's new character. But first, I realized that Gamora never learned the distance telepathy spell in season one. She learned friendly telepathy and unfriendly telepathy, but never the next step, which was what you were using, communicating cross distances. So we're going to retcon that you were taught that. Okay, sure. Sounds good. All right, so the last episode, what did y'all think about the dream world? What did we not think about the dream world? (laughs) It was confusing. Very it, confusing. It it was meant to be, though. But I thought by the first couple clues you all got, that you wouldn't do the things you did. No, what, okay. What but, I thought was going on was that they're, like, that we were trying to be convinced that Shay told us not to touch anything, but that we should actually touch that. So like, nothing was happening, and I thought it was just going to continue to be nothing happening unless we tried to do some something. So, my... It was so weird and, like, suspicious that it made me, like, extra suspicious that I was like, okay, this means we should touch stuff and talk to people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, my... Making you all always suspicious of everything in every episode backfired on me this episode. Yes. Yes, (laughs) Uh, So then after the dream, uh, (laughs) you were immediately like, oh gosh, something like you were like, thought you were being there, held hostage or something. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you all had... you. Your new character, Jeffrey, had their goodbyes with their mother, Amelia Thunderblade, and father, Foray Clemenard. Uh, and then your six-inch-tall fairy butler, Ricolus Lamordia, M- Lamorda, went with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... Like, is that something I don't even know? Is that something that like you let Noah choose a companion or familiar, and he chose that? Or no. I asked you if you wanted a familiar, and you're like, nah. And then I thought of the idea of what if he had a fairy butler, and then I brought it to him, and you were not fully on board. But then you were like, can I send him to get me chocolate? And I was like, <laughs> yes. Only reason why this character appeared. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, oh, I think Ricolus will show out to be like helpful and fun throughout the season. But 
Yeah, you weren't fully on board to begin with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were like, why? <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. And, like... I could see it being useful. Yeah, and dude's just gonna, like, sit on his shoulder. Like, when y'all are walking around and stuff like that. And can be sent off to do his own thing, but he does not have nearly the same amount of help as you all. Obviously. So, but yeah, I mean, like, we could send him ahead to, like, scout on things, because he's tiny. But, yeah, yeah, if he got hurt, then... Yeah. That'd be bad. (laughs) Yeah. And then, um... And who knows what other... I wonder if I could cast some kind of spell on him to give him extra protection. Okay, we'll think about this more later. (laughs) And who knows what other abilities or whatnot he he has has or Mm -hmm. doesn't have. Mm -hmm. Or Mm -hmm. his background was in. Alright, that's... Okay. I have fully fleshed out this character way more than I should have. I wouldn't think otherwise from you. Has his life story. How he came to work for the Thunderblades. <laughs> Reckless's time. Um, and then you all went, got some chocolate, and boarded the Desmodon Diplomatic Ship, or DDS, Intervention. Which you're also accompanied by another ship. And what did you think when, like... A full-on admiral was captaining the ship, and the Air Force was joining in. Well, it's weird. I think I think Gamori said this in the episode. I was like, I forget how big of a deal Shay is, because we've just been hanging out with her. And yeah, like, working for her, but also we're, you know, building a relationship and becoming kind of friends with her, so... Yeah, we stepped on board that, and I was like, oh, yeah, she's a big deal and has a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, and she doesn't turn people into vampires lightly. Oh. <laughs> so, this was, like, uh, Jeffrey's first interactions with Shay and everything. What is going through his <laughs> mind? Because this dude, this dude has just been, like, on his family's estate, learning the blade, studying the blade, and, like, their mentality around it, and then going to the surrounding village. Pretty much private schooled at home, whole life. Like, training. Like, it's not like Salvazar, where dude, like, was, like, it's like the flip of the coin, right? Yeah. Still solo childhood-ish. But, like, got to do other stuff and whatever. Is this his first time on a boat, then? Oh, no, is it? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And it's more, it's a, like, a ship, so, yeah. Like, he's probably been on, like, a river in, like, little boats. Or ships. Not a ship, a boat at that point. Hmm. But not like a full-on ship. And you, Gamora, have only been on ships like in the cargo holds and stuff. Not like VIP treatment on a ship. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah, so what is just his, like, feelings, I guess? I really don't know. 
I guess he's just trying to figure everything out first. Yeah, and you're trying to figure him out, too. Yeah. You haven't fully fleshed out your character, which nobody would expect you to. You've played, at this point, one game with him. And you all didn't even fight in this one, so... It's it's like putting on a whole new different outfit and shoes you never had on before, trying to walk around in them. It's like going to like a wedding or something. Mm. And like where you don't normally go to a wedding, so you're trying yeah. to like, how do I act? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, because weddings are like a whole different thing. Like, because like generally you don't even. Is just like the average is like less than one a year, right? So it's just crazy. Um, all right, do you want to switch to the questions for Jeffrey, or do you want to continue talking about that? Oh wait, we did. Uh, you all talked about uh, what you all are going to do and stuff, and she told you all that like some of the things you all are going to do, and that you're going to visit. Uh, Gomori's home at some point if you were okay with it yeah. and you said you were so be interested to see how that goes mm-hmm. any other what about the Air Force how do you feel about the Air Force the flying people oh. I know you said you like you forget she's a big deal but I know Gomori loves flying yeah so to see a crew that like that's their main job yeah, I think she was pretty impressed by it, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alright, so let's switch over and talk about Jeffrey Thunderblade Clemenard. Mm-hmm. Alright, so you play Salazar as like a ninja assassin. And when we were talking about you making Jeffrey, you said you wanted to build him more like a samurai. What made you want to do that? I don't know. I just wanted to see, like, a different side to it. Mm-hmm. And a different way that I would act strategically, I guess, in yeah. a game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, y'all, um, I think we talked outside of the game that y'all aren't going to have the same connections in towns. Because you can't be as sketchy. Because you don't have Salazar being like, I'm just going to go to the Thieves Guild and... I can, I can interact with people there and hang out there and get us information and stuff. They see you walking in, old samurai over here. They'd be like, "This dude, nah, get out of here." Um, yeah, we watched a bunch of different uh, samurai things on YouTube in preparation for this season. It was, it was, it was a lot of weird work. And like you. You have a full set of armor. That's not something either of you all have had before. Nope. But it takes, what did I say, 10 minutes to don it? Yeah. All right, so what are other aspects that you did have in your head about Jeffrey that you may not have shared with uh, me while we were creating him? I really don't know. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really thinking about it at the time. So, I know you wanted to make him look closer to you. And so that's why you, you picked human, right? Yeah. And you wanted to, like, 
alternate reality you in this world. Pretty much. Instead of Salazar, who was a cat person. So you picked a human. Uh, Alright. What, um... What is, do you think... And I'm not saying, like, strength. But what is, like, one of his, be- like... Personality-wise strengths? Um... I guess, like... Working under pressure and keeping things intact. Because he hadn't had to do that a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, he's going to get tested when you all start getting into situations. It's going to be like like a real test. Situations. I don't get into those. Yeah. Just a Um, few. (laughs) Besides chocolate, what is his biggest weakness? Wait, you said, wait, wait, you said, I think we flip-flopped it. Is it his biggest strength that he does work under pressure or his weakness that he hasn't worked under pressure? I think he does work under pressure. Oh, okay. I flip-flopped that in my head. Oh. All right, so. Yeah, he was saying he thinks he would be good under pressure. Okay, my bad. All right, so then, what's his biggest weakness then? Because he's been training under a Thunderblade, that's why he. Works good under pressure. I understand now. I guess, like, more so on interactions. Mm. Like social interactions? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, okay. I was going to say, what about, like, has he been around much magic? The Thunderblades are, like, traditionally, like, no, like, lightning magics and stuff like that. And he had magic tutors that would come and teach him other things and stuff like that. So like, he's he pretty have magical. Any spells or his just his. You want to say you? Sort of. You do have some spells. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he has not just electric spells. Okay. He has other spells as well. Cool. Um. Was there another reason you wanted to go human besides, uh, like being more like you? Not really. Okay, okay. Um, what length and style is his hair? I think we had described it a little bit. Um, here, let me read it. Um, he has brown and black hair that is an afro with corkscrew or coils. So, like, is that how he normally wears his hair? Is out in an afro? Yeah. Okay, okay. But it, like, drags down, so... Oh, yeah, so it's bigger, so it kind of, like, droops on the side. It's not like, you know, he doesn't pick it out and fluff it. It's like, okay, okay. Does he have any birthmarks? Um, not that I've thought of mm. any. Yeah, yeah. That's a weird question. <laughs> it has a it has a second part. I asked you all these about Salazar and, um... I don't remember. I don't remember getting asked about birthmark. Because it also had, does he have any tattoos? This this dude is 18, though, so he might not. Yeah, tattoos is more normal. You usually ask people where their birthmarks are. I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, some people have, like, very, like, a birthmark on their face or yeah, stuff but, like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, does he have any tattoos? Um, No. No, no, yeah. Maybe in the future, maybe not. Yeah. Is he open to tattoos? 
I mean, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to help you, like, shine lights in the corners you might not have thought of for him yet. All right. Um, so he's trained pretty hard, training as a samurai and stuff, and training with magic. And when y'all get wounded and stuff, and then heal, you do get scars and stuff like that. Does he have any, like, interesting scars or stories from those scars? Um, I do not know. I haven't thought about that. I haven't thought about my character as deep and, like, started (laughs) asking questions like that to myself. So, That's okay. Okay. So, like... When he's training and stuff like that, obviously, like, he couldn't train with his mother all the time. There'd be other people he'd train with. Would, like, he train with, like, Rickolas or stuff? Or other people as well? Yeah, other people. Okay, alright. Did any of them ever best you enough to, like, cut you on the arm or the leg or shoulder or stuff like that? I say that... I know you're hesitant because anything you say makes it canon about the character, right? Uh huh. <laughs> and you know, I might take little pieces here, little pieces here. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean by other people? Like other teachers, or yeah. yeah. Like, does he have any scars? I think is what he's asking you. Like, does yeah. He... Like, did like maybe you were sparring with Rickolas and Rickolas got like the best of you and did like a little cut on your shoulder or something like that. Or a little, like, cut on your cheek or something like that. Um, or somebody else, not Rickless. No, because of wood swords. That's true. Touche. Touche. You wouldn't have that much live sword practice. Touche, sir. It's not like when we were talking about this with Salazar, where it's like, yeah, he's got a ton of them. <laughs> he had a hard childhood. Alright, so, your Nadochi sword, the huge sword, is a two-handed one. Alright, the katana is generally a two-handed one, but could be one-handed. Does he ever dual-wield with his wand? I wouldn't say most likely, but, I mean, he, he usually I guess switches. in certain situations, yes. Okay. Alright, um, is he right-handed? Yes. Okay, so then, if he's dual wielding, is a sword in his right hand or his wand? Sword is in his right hand. That makes sense. What made you want to have hand axes? I thought that was interesting. I don't to, know. I think we were talking about being able to throw stuff. Because having the swords, right? I want to have a long range weapon. Yeah. yeah. You have a bow. Mm-hmm. But we had like ninja stars and shurikens last time, so just trying to think of something different. Uh, I was thinking about for the axes to have a hammer, so when my enemy has a sword, I can break the sword. Mm. But I didn't really account for the hammer. Yeah, so but you couldn't use it like that. Well, we yeah, saw I a have couple. two of them, so I can use the backside for. Yeah. And we took we we saw a couple of videos where they would use tools like that to hook swords and then disarm people. So we we already talked about this is like his first time on a ship and stuff like that. Um, 
did he just generally stay around the area that their um, estate was in and the town that was near it? Pretty much, yes. Yeah, he didn't venture out very much. So he's going to have, does he have that same like sense of wonder? Like the city you all were just in, was he just like, oh, this is a big city. This is a big port city. I mean, I guess he would take it in more mm. so, his environment. Yeah, yeah. But not really be like, oh, we're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, what do you... So, Salazar's dream was to possibly have enough money to make it like his own town or whatever. That pretty much came to fruition. Alright. So what is like Jeffrey's dreams or ambitions? Um, it's really soon to ask that. I feel like oh, no, he's no, no. still figuring out his character. No, it could be just like a little like it could be just take everything in on this trip and find himself. I'm not saying like before you die. What are your dreams, Jeffrey? I mean, I guess his dreams would be trying to be the most powerful swordsman and kill people with only one one hit. Oh. Because <laughs> yeah. I hate having to do long battles that mean nothing to me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I just want to be OP. Mm. And, like, what's crazy is you all... At you, might, the, uh, you might have to keep your character for more than one season if you want to be OP. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we st- I started him out like this. And, like, he's going to learn more samurai skills and whatnot as mm-hmm. it goes. And, like, right now he's, like, newbie. You all have, at the end of the year, the Battle for a Yard tournament. Yeah. Which is the most powerful people on the planet. And a no-holds-barred-anything-goes tournament. So, pretty much Mortal Kombat on a, like, smaller scale. Mortal Kombat, but there's healers standing by. So, oh, so Mortal Kombat with parental controls on it. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I mean, this is what Gamora has been wanting. Like, when we went to that... Uh, the games, what were they yeah, called? the Roxville Spring Games. And then, um... You were upset that there wasn't there magic, was no magic usage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty much the, the little bit you all have heard about it and know about it is each country puts up one person and then there's some families that get legacy people put in. That's how you're getting in, Jeffrey. And then there's some qualifying tournaments to also get in. And so there's a ton of people. And then it's no holds barred except you don't have familiars. Like it's you. Whatever you magic. You're familiar? No. Is that what you're saying? Uh-huh. It's just a test of you. Otherwise, people would bring mm-hmm. like 10 bears to I'm fight have for to them. I think about what other spells I want to get over the season if. If you have time. Like, thinking about that. Thinking about fighting different types of people. Like, what would be helpful to me? If you have 
time or tutors to teach you. Uh, y- y- yes, it's going to be like the last episode, right? Like I have to learn to allow me to learn new spells before then. You're like, if you have time, I will make time, sir. <laughs> I'm going to go this whole season without learning anything new. Give me all the spells. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to want. eventually... Just all the dice and all the spells and I'll be happy. And all the friends. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many NPCs are y'all going to pick up this season? Oh, <laughs> oh, that's what you meant. <laughs> You know, probably about the same, probably about six or so. Jeez. I like making you voice different people. I gotta come up with more. Also, I mean, you could do written things for me because I can do weird voices. There you go. It's (laughs) just you all pick up all NPCs and then he's playing 10 characters over here. Okay. (laughs) Um, All right. Uh, All right. This one I in. um, Oh. Before we get to the last questions, do you trust your current employer and ruler, Shay? Yes. Question mark. <laughs> um, she has been the well th- second or third in line for the crown behind the two queens for the entirety of your life. So she's been like the two queens have been in charge, and then her. The whole time of your life, and you've lived in this country and stayed in this country your whole life. So, the fact that you're like all of the sudden accompany them as the body, uh, Shay as the bo- uh, bodyguard, quotations bodyguard. <laughs> um, is it's uh, it's interesting to say yeah. the least. Um, and then we could pretty... be working for an evil side all along, so. Yeah, you all don't know. Seems pretty chill about it. He's just ordering chocolate and stuff so I mean, far. I think <laughs> I'm, I'm not worried where the money comes from. <laughs> currently, the money. <laughs> currently, he means like you're not worried right now about what's going on because you don't know enough yet. Yeah. I will say, I think Shay has been the one, like... NPC that I haven't thought was evil. Like, I don't remember ever being like... What's that smart for? He's just doing it to make me question whether... You all just don't I... insight check people. Pox already burned down Usain. <laughs> or now, and has raised them as an army of the undead. He's oh secretly a necromancer. <gasps> just kidding, maybe. <laughs> It would be terrifying. Wow. You like go to visit Kamori and it's just burned to the ground and you just see Pock up on like a, <laughs> a like a throne and then there's all these skeletons around him. That got dark. Okay. Yeah, if he's a necromancer, I he mean, had he's to... about to die though. So he wouldn't have Maybe. He's also a dog, maybe he just wanted to kill all the cats. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> True, true. You say G's to that, and you said the skeleton thing. Oh, yeah. You would have to kill them to raise them from the Okay, this is... All right, yeah. yeah. All right. So, what is one word for an emotion that sums up Jeffrey? You all did this for Salazar and Gamora. Didn't? Yeah. I guess, um... You know when you're smiling on the outside, and you give a thumbs up, and you're like, eh. Uh Uh-huh. Like, okay. 
Pee. But you feel on the inside, I'm like, hmm, I don't know about that. Hmm, what would be a word that would describe that? Um, I mean, like, unsure, like, questioning, or like, facade. Facade, yeah, that's a good one. Like, he's got this facade, like, everything's going fine. But on the inside, he's like, I have no idea what's going on yet. Is that pretty much it? Pretty much. Yeah, so facade. Alright, well that brings us to the end of this episode of Aired Talks. Alright, let's take some time here at the end to go over some information. I want to invite everyone to visit patreon.com slash Studios. The link is in the description. Uh, there is a link there that anyone can submit a magical item that could appear in-universe. You don't have to be a patron to participate, and you can even participate anonymously if you want. While in there, uh, take a couple minutes to, to, to look at Looney Studios' Patreon. And if you become a patron, you gain access to the podcast early, among other perks. Uh, thank you to all our current patrons. You help support Looney Studios and Ayer Tales. Looney Studios can be found at looneystudios.com and at the social media platforms listed in the description. Please give a review on your favorite podcasting site, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube, and submit magical items on our Patreon. The Looney family hopes that you have a wonderful day. That was a Looney Studios podcast. 